I realized that the chocolate man was saying the spark, the energy. I was the energy inside of me. And guess what? I felt perfect, whole, and complete. That inner source of me did not need a treatment. It was my physical body that is enduring the physical world that needed the treatment. But my inner self was perfect, whole, and complete. And I felt absolutely blissful. Hello, and welcome to A Call for Love. I believe the most powerful gift you can offer yourself is to give and receive love more freely. I'm your host, Linda Orsini, meditation guide and spiritual coach. Everyone has the desire to be seen, heard, respected, and loved. The journey to becoming more connected to your greater purpose lies within the ability to live from the deep source of love within you. Let's begin. All love begins with self-love. But where does self-love come from? Today is a very special episode because I'm going to ask you very deep questions. To begin, ask yourself, who am I? Who am I? Who sees the chair I am sitting on? Who sees the car I am in? Who sees what is around me? Who hears the sounds outside? Who feels the clothes against my skin? Who tastes the food from my last meal? Who touches the bed I slept in last night? Who am I? That is the question. Today, we're going on a journey to let go of resisting whom we believe ourselves to be and instead be free to know who we are at our deepest level. Are you willing to let go or at least ponder this realization? I know these are really big questions and today's episode is going deep. I really feel that in order to be of service to others, to be of love to others, it requires self-reflection. It requires knowing our deepest inner self. So I ask you, are you willing to let go or at least ponder on the realization that you are not actually whom you have always believed yourself to be? Do you feel you may be open to understanding that you are not your physical body, but in fact, you are the spirit that notices the external world through your five senses? Michael Singer talks about this. Bob Proctor talks about this. All the leading spiritual gurus and texts talk about this. This is a very old question that people have been pondering for ages. Who am I? In fact, when you think about it, you may notice that you are not your physical body and that you actually project your sense of identity and self-worth onto things outside of yourself rather than inside of yourself. 
For instance, imagine your friend messages you and lets you know they would like to drop by. Saying yes, you quickly glance around at your home and realize that the morning dishes have not been done, food is on the counter, maybe there are books lying all over, and maybe there's clothes draped over the chair, and basically there's general disarray around you. But you really love your home, even though it's a mess in the moment. You can actually think of your inner self as your messy home. There are memories, peoples, and things that have literally littered your mind. And just like you cleaned your home, it would look and feel great if you could clean up your thoughts, feelings, and sensations too, to look and feel nicer inside. So just like your home can be messy and disarrayed, your inner self can be messy and disarrayed. But we always want to live nicer inside. So maybe you find that you're always trying to clean up outside of yourself by cleaning up and sorting through, let's say, your relationships. Everyone has some challenging relationships, a job, your physical health, and generally things to help you feel better inside. But remember that fixing your outside world to fix the inside is not what's actually required. This is what I really find interesting. A call for love is about finding the deep source of love within you. And guess what? Healing is an inside job. And you may say, you know, I'm quite happy. I'm quite stable. There's no healing I need to do. And then I say, bravo. But does somebody ever push your buttons? Does something ever happen that twists you? That's an area for self-examination. It's an area for healing, and healing comes from the inside out. Cleaning up your thoughts and feelings truly means releasing or getting rid of what is no longer who you really are. And it has nothing to do with, and I'm going to say a couple words you see which resonates, your soul, your spirit, or your conscious self. Use that word to really help you reflect who you know yourself to be inside. You could call it your inner self, your conscious self, your energy field, your vital life force energy, and as I said, solar spirit. Today, I'm going to call it our conscious self. So there are three things you can experience that affect your inner world. First, all the stuff that comes through your senses. That's right. Your sight, sound, touch, smell, and hearing. These senses trigger thoughts. It triggers the mind. And then your judgment, your experience of your five senses created by the outer world create your inner thoughts. And this is where mindfulness is so beneficial. Because if you could just notice your experiences and not place value or judgment on them, the outside world would stay on the outside, preventing you from becoming emotionally involved in your thoughts. You could remain neutral. Wow, is that ever hard? Being mindful, being present to the moment on purpose, as John Kabat-Zinn says, is no easy task. But you could be just the observer of the outside world, 
that you notice by your senses. Unfortunately, and I'm one of them, I think we're all on this journey, not many of us can be in the moment and just be with it without qualifying it as good or bad. So we tend to let the outside world in, judge it, and then we create thoughts through the thinking mind, which creates feelings and emotions over our external experience. That's where it becomes more complicated. The external world comes to our thoughts, and then we create emotions and feelings from them. For example, you could be walking down the street and notice your neighbor has a new dog that reminds you of your childhood dog that passed away so many years ago. Being mindful, you could notice the dog walking and sniffing, but instead you allow your external sense of, of seeing, touching, and talking to the dog to create the thoughts of your old pooch, the one that you had growing up. And then you possibly can begin to feel feelings of sadness, loss, and missing. Instead of staying mindful and neutral and just noticing your neighbor's dog, you have gone into the past and now emotions are coming up. The external event from the outside world actually consumed your thoughts and then created painful emotions. This is the cycle. This is what I've been studying. I find human nature so, so interesting and compelling. And I notice this cycle. The outside world, which is your physical body, creates thoughts which trigger feelings, and they are all a distraction to guess what? Your true self, the seed of your soul. You're not your body, mind, or emotions. But we let the external world through our body, all our thinking mind, and all our emotions disturb the peace within us. We are actually the consciousness behind it. I propose that you can live lighter and with peace and not be disturbed by the outside world if you could be the observer of your experiences. And let go by surrendering and accepting whatever is going on around you. And this is the key because to feel and know the absolute pure and peaceful energy of your soul that is not influenced by anything else except its soul energy. When you take away all that external stimuli and you come back to your core, you know that you can be stable, grounded and centered. It's just like a baby who's sleeping in a circus or a mall where there's tons of noise going around and the baby is quietly asleep, where you can be in the seat of yourself, in your consciousness, feeling and noticing all the commotion around you, but staying centered, calm and peaceful inside. And if you can imagine every moment passing by you, like the frames of a movie, and not judge them, then you could actually remain centered in your truest self, your perfect, whole, and complete self, the energy inside of you that cannot be created in or destroyed. You can be with your consciousness that is always experiencing them, but not becoming what you think 
see, hear, smell, touch, taste, and feel. Because just like a movie screen, the images will always be changing. They do not stay. They're very transitory. So can you allow yourself to be conscious of being conscious? This is what I talk about all the time when I guide my meditations. You can decide to be the observer of your consciousness, of your spark, of your energy, your spirit, your soul, whatever label you give it. Now, this is very deep work, really understanding and knowing this. So I would like to bring up a very personal and relevant story. As you are a listener of A Call for Love, you will know that I went to Sri Lanka on a healing retreat and the sign and spirit of life. It was a very impactful journey, not only for my body, but for my soul, because I had a very lightning experience. I went to see a palm reader because I'm interested in just knowing everything and from everybody. My mind is very open. And his name was the Chakaman. And he was trying to tell me and explain to me this very complicated uh, concept, which I know about, but just hearing it from different people in different ways really drives it home. So he said to me, you know, we're all, you, you are not your body, of course, I know your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, but you are the inside. So I said, well, is that my energy, my soul? And he says, no, he termed it as the spark which I really decided I'm going to call it energy. That's how I can relate it because spark is energy. So he says, you are the spark inside of you. And when you become a, the observer of the spark inside of you, you'll know you're not your breath, but you're the energy behind the breath because your breath is related to your heart and you can pass away and, and then leave this physical world. But that spark, that energy inside of you, continues. And he says, it's a progression. It never dies and it never ends, which we all know energy cannot be created or destroyed. So I took this concept and went back to the resort. And it was my last day of my treatments, which was a face, hand and a full body massage. So it lasted two hours long. Yes, I know it sounds decadent and it completely was. So I went back and another lady at the resort had said, you know, I'm not having my last day massage because I will cry. It's too sad. And I thought that was very interesting. So I went to my massage and I did not want to feel sadness. I wanted to be with the moment and surrender and let go. I wanted to just have gratitude for all that I had experienced without grasping. And that's what the Buddha says. When you hold on and when you grasp, you create suffering. So I decided I was going to be present to the experience. I lied down on the table and then I had a, such a deep epiphany because as I felt my body move from the treatment I was receiving, I noticed that that was just my body. And I felt like my body was moving, but the inside of me was very soft and quiet and peaceful and centered, almost a little bit heavy. It was kind of like a grounding energy. And I thought, isn't this interesting? My body, which is not myself, is getting treated because, you know, with everyday 
running, sitting, walking, living, it has pains and aches through the muscles and joints and age, I have to say. But inside, there was like a different level. There was a peace within. So I thought, okay, I am not my body. I clearly feel this sensation that I am separate from my body. And then my mind did not go to judging. Because if I went to judging, I would have, a, I knew I would have a little bit of sadness knowing that it was my last treatment. So I did not judge. And then it did not create any emotions in me. Because I separated and knew I was not my body, and I did not allow myself to judge it through the thinking mind, I could just be with my inner self. And when I looked in and really tapped into my inner self, I felt I could not explain it except to say it was completely utter bliss. There was no wanting, wishing, hoping, longing for anything. I felt inside of me this deep, deep peace and love. And that was, I realized that the Chaco man was saying, the spark, the energy. I was the energy inside of me. And guess what? I felt perfect, whole, and complete. That inner source of me did not need a treatment. It was my physical body that is enduring the physical world that needed the treatment. But my inner self was perfect, whole, and complete. And I felt absolutely blissful. I was so joyful. There was no sadness. There was no longing. And so I really finally understood that everything I said to you before in this podcast, actually, I could apply and I could understand and I could feel and really recognize. So you may want to go back to the beginning of the episode, listen to it again, and then hear my story. And maybe you can understand exactly what I'm trying to portray here, because this is not an easy concept. But I have to tell you one more story. When I was in Cuba several years ago, I was bitten by a barracuda. And yes, it was very gruesome. But I, when I went to the Cuban hospital to get stitched up my toe, I remember lying on the table and I kept on saying to myself, now this was earlier in my journey of self-realization, but I did know and I did say to myself, I am not my body. I am fine inside. I am love and I'm light. It's just my toe that is hurting. It's just my skin that is broken and it is getting fixed. So even though that I am feeling pain in my physical body, my inner self, the seed of my soul, my inner being was perfect. It was light. It was love. It was not damaged. It was whole. And I think this is what is so beautiful and relevant to me because if I could translate this to other parts of my life where I could be walking or in a store and really tap into that feeling all the time, I am going to be uh, live lighter and be lighter and be just the essence of what I want to be, a call for love in a place of love. And when you're in a place of love, you can be a love, a source of love for everybody, not just yourself. 
this is not a just you process. The reason why you want to be the source of love, light, perfect, full, and complete is because you can share that with the world. You can share it with other people. You can share it with animals. You can share it with the planet. It does not stop at you. This is where the well comes from, inside to spill out, where you take the love from inside you and you spread it out to all beings, all things, and the universe, which is so important because our world, our physical earth is suffering. So I would like to thank you for joining me on this journey of who am I? If you can go deep inside and know that you're perfect, whole, and complete, that you are peace, you are energy, that will be here forever because energy cannot be created or destroyed, then you can really live in the seat of your soul, in the seat of love and kindness. Thank you for following me on this journey. From my heart to yours, namaste. Thank you for listening. It would mean so much to me if you could share this episode with someone you feel could benefit from its message and subscribe to a Call for Love podcast to receive new weekly episodes every Tuesday. Head over to globalwellnesseducation.com to learn more.